with this COVID-19 situation when we look back uh, maybe from a year from now. So what are the emotions that you are facing, especially when you have uh, your family as well with your kids? Do you see any difference in the emotions that you're feeling? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, annoyed that things like bog rolls and pasta wasn't in things like I, uh, I Am Legend. <laughs> it's an interesting one because it's, yeah, there's nothing like this that I could say that's kind of happened in the past. So it's all very new, which kind of goes on your uncertainty part. And I think the uncertainty also breeds the fear, or maybe it's the other way around. I, I don't know. Like, um, but they are in in some ways linked because uncertainty brings on the fear and then you see all of the news about stockpiling, etc, etc. Um, or is it also like the fear about what could and uh, the fear of what could or may happen kind of breeds that kind of uncertainty of what's going to happen next. So things like um, who would have thought like the economy, well actually probably smart people would have probably seen the economy would be tanking. Um, but at the same time, it's like that uncertainty of what's going to happen even in the next month, you know, um, all the way through to what's going to happen even afterwards. Are we are we going to be okay? Are we like, what's going to be the new world going to be like and and that sort of thing? So it's um, yeah. I mean, in terms of handling that fear or uncertainty it's a hard one because it's not like you can plan it and i think some of the stuff and the steps that we well i've seen anyway um in my opinion has been really good so things like um the prime minister actually addressing every day what's happening and stuff um we won't get into like the timeliness and all that sort of thing or whether it was accurate or blah 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 but i think it's good that we that he's keeping up the communication part of it at least to know what's going on what's been in putting in place and what is kind of the background to it and stuff so i really applaud the fact that we are keeping up communication because in time of crisis at least you can allay some of the uncertainty by communicating like you know even if it's a don't know what's happening or we're not sure about this that the other at least you're telling everyone this is your stance and what's happening it's not like you're guessing and or people trying to guess or make assumptions because there's no communication um so I think, yeah, um, in terms of handling it, though, that's a tough one. I mean, take it day to day because you can't predict what's going to happen next. <laughs> I mean, what's what's your kind of thoughts around that? Yeah, for me, before I handle the fear, I try to rationalize to myself, like, what are the fears I'm facing? So, of course, the fear comes from two aspects. Now, it's one is uh, the health aspect. If you get the virus, it's a health risk, right? And the second is financial. If the business is going down or it uh, needs to be suspended, then it's uh, if you might be asked to either being laid off or take unpaid leave or even salary cut. So for me, every uh, action point is related to uh, what could happen so if if uh, I'm being laid off what would I do if uh, I'm being asked to take unpaid leave what would I do and if I'm being asked to take a salary cut what would I do but of course it's uh, lacking the details so like you said uh, we can't predict what will happen but these are the probable actions 
that will happen. So I will look at the market to see some of the actions that have already been taken. So for example, I know that the airline industry have already like start to ask people to take uh, voluntary unpaid leave. So that is a most probable action. And then I know some other industries, they are struggling. They are forced to shut the business. And that is where, like you said, the, the prime minister, when they started announcing this kind of financial stimulus to the economy is uh, important to remove that uncertainty. At least people can start to take uh, action or plan ahead yeah so to me it's uh so <laughs> actually i've been trying to look around for tools to do this kind of uh, decision making and for me as part of my job as well is to look uh audit uh, business continuity plan of the business so back then of course it's about brexit but now it's about this covid19 virus and i would say that uh, a lot of uh, businesses, uh, they, they of course do not have the silver bullet to do all the answers, basically. And it's pretty much same as a uh, personal wise as well. Like if on the large scale, you, you, you can't predict what's happened on the personal scale, you're affected by these factors as well. So, so I would say, and it's, that's why I saw in a, a few articles which are really good that say that, yeah, we are facing the similar situation of this uh, COVID-19 virus, but the decisions that we make uh, will affect the how we see the future after the this virus has subsided. Yeah, I think you've done a lot more than I have on this then because, um, yeah, I, what you mentioned about what you're going to do in if this, that and the other scenario plays out, is I guess one way of preparing for those scenarios. Um, but where do you? Where's the limit? The limit for personal wise is yep. you plan until you start to get frustrated. <laughs> 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 when you start to feel emotional or frustrated, or you see yourself going nowhere, that I think is the limit for me. Uh, I think. It's not something like a three-hour uh, project or assignment where you can sit down and, and do from start to end. But like you said, there's a, a lot of uncertainty back there. It's just to review this kind of plan every single day or every single week to add a bit more, add a bit more and tweak, tweak a bit of the plan. So that's personal-wise. For business-wise, where's the limit? Again, is they need to look at the, the information out there. And once they have not enough information they will just park it there yeah oh, let's go down the personal bit for a second because i think because uh, the business side i don't deal with that area per se or that much at all um sort of thing but i think from personal side is this something that you mentioned like tools and stuff like that so um, mm. when you ask me so do you have any tools that you've been using to do that then yep that's a good question so i've been looking around how to create a, a useful decision tree uh and then or mind map basically so i use the me mind m-i-m-i-n-d so yeah it's very very simple to to create mind maps and then you can create a decision tree from there yeah 
uh, and it's colorful it's easy to use on the mobile app you can i think you probably can use it on the on the website as well and i the decision tree basically like splits up the decision that i need to make for example just now i say the scenario like uh, salary cut or being laid off or unpaid voluntary unpaid leave stuff like that and then i say what's the probable action that come branching out from that decision right yeah that's that's cool i might have to try that out cool do you do you have any other tools and apart from my mapping Mm, other than mind mapping of course it's like uh, those tools for meditation and things like that to to block out extra fear and uncertainty from the mind what do you mean when we talk about uh, isolation or working from home if you stay in the same environment you need to deal with work you need to deal with this kind of uh, personal decision yeah you need to deal with uh, a family maybe family issues as well uh, the amount of stress I think just accumulate right so we need uh, some kind of uh, tools and apps to help also help us to segregate all those uh, emotions away or thinking or thought process away uh, do you have any of those or what apps do you use or recommend yep. I have been using uh, trialing basic uh, Headspace and for meditation, I've been downloading the Wim Hof Method app. <laughs> yeah. So have you checked out the Wim Hof Method? No, <laughs> I've not even heard of it. Yeah, so in a summary, so Wim Hof is uh, also known as the Iceman, and he's been uh, holding the record for under the ice water for the longest period of time, and uh, swimming in the ice water for a long period of time. So he's a guru for... Uh, teaching uh, breathing methods basically yeah and breathing method is a very similar school of thought from like yoga from meditation and things like that and there has been uh, scientific uh, researchers on, on himself as well so yeah you can check it out Wim Hof the master my master for meditation okay yeah how about yourself? How do you cope with? Uh, do you use any tool and to cope with this kind of uh, fear and uncertainty? Not specifically for this situation, but I have been using an app called Mood Path, and it's not a meditation or anything like that per se, but it's more like a a, a mental health. What I see is more of a mental health app, and they are branching into more meditation stuff, um, similar to Headspace. So you can set it up to ask you a bunch of questions. Um, I say a bunch. It, it's, it ranges from like three to five, depending on either the randomness or what mood you've been in in the past. And what it does is it tries to determine whether your mind is in is showing signs of things like stress or mental health issues and stuff like that depending on how you answer the questions and all these questions or so it says comes from sort of like psychiatrists and stuff like that so they're simple questions that you answer yes or no and depending on the if it's a positive or negative response it will then ask you further and say like um, how much does this bother you and it says like not at all all the way to considerably and all the kind of ones in between the thing i like about it is that it's short quick and easy and it gives you 
there's a free version as well as well as a paid one and it gives you sort of like reports every now and again to say like oh you 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 do have your ups and downs but you're but that's normal versus you having um there was at one point i think this is you're showing some signs of stress for example which again like it, if you weren't conscious of it and you said like, one of the questions i asked you and you said how long like what's the limit on sort of like thinking about these things and you said until you get was it frustrated or something like that uh, or annoyed or you're not going anywhere and i feel like this is where some of that app might be able to help you with that identity you may not be seeing those signs but when someone else asks you or when the app asks you you then reflect on that and say oh yeah actually i do have like one of the questions that has come up before is like do you keep trying to think of uh, solutions and never coming to um coming to an answer or something along those lines and and it, I, I think yeah it won't ask you that every time but at least if it does ask you and you reflect on that it's another again another way of like actually yeah i've i have been thinking a lot about x y or z and not coming to any real answers and i should maybe you know do something else or stop or you know that sort of thing so yeah so the mood path app is free was a freemium kind of model and i i like it because it kind of gives you summaries but also you can look over a period of weeks or months to see what your general mood is like and and it's using sort of like bars and color colored bars that show you what your mood is like and then at the end of each one you can add labels to it to say you know is overall you know are you is it because you're tired are you happy are you sad are you angry are you um excited you know that sort of thing so you can always go back to those days where you think oh i've been particularly good on this week or this day and let me have a look at what you know why what i said about it and then you can also add notes as well so you know short it's optional again so you can say like you know oh i don't know uh had a really bad day or had a run-in with person x or you know i don't know had an argument with my wife or whatever or partner and you know that sort of thing and uh and then at least you can then go back and say, oh, why was I so down on that day? Oh, yeah, because this happened. And it's, so it's a good reflection tool, I think, to help with that. How often did you use the app when you feel something very strongly or when you just, or is it random? Uh, so I've been using it since the beginning of 2019. and uh, Sorry, not 2019, since the beginning of 2020. <laughs> It, you can set up in kind of two ways. It's um, you can say, "Ask me once a day," and you can set that as a what time best works for you. And then it comes up like with a notification to say, "Oh, please, you know, like please answer the, your daily mood or daily questions or whatever." I can't remember what it says, but it comes up as a notification. So you then click on the notification, it pops up with the question straight away. The other setting, which is, so I started off with that just to see how it was going, but now I've kind of moved further on from that, and I've got it set up to ask me three times a day, and that's usually set up to ask you in the morning, midday, and evening, and then that way you can almost charter your your essentially mood path through the day itself, in chunked up into those time segments, and. Again, it's for your own purposes. So I've had days where I've answered none of them. It just means that I don't have any, I don't have any color bars to show me what my mood was like on that day. But other times I've maybe it answered once or twice, or maybe sometimes all three of them. It just depends on sort of like 
whether I saw the notification in time or whether I chose to ignore it deliberately because I'm busy. And I think sometimes it also just demonstrates as well, like uh, no no result is also a result in itself in that like if you didn't have any results for that day why was that like you, again you could potentially add it in the next day like oh i was really busy yesterday and i didn't record any of my uh, mood ratings mm. yeah i think it's very interesting i think are you trying to map your mood across or against the other uh, matrix or measures for example like you mentioned because you were busy on the day are you trying to like measure against productivity not at the moment because it's, it's a good one because i think there might be some correlation between your moods and other well there will definitely be uh, versus external factors but i think at the, this point in time i'm using more as a mental health kind of check to make sure that I am not stressed and or overworked or even like, you know, if um, just to make sure I don't fall into a hole uh, mentally of being really down, depressed or anything like that, you know, so I'm using it more from that side at the moment, not not correlating it to any other sort of external factors. Okay, understood. Yeah, I guess with the current situation, it's uh, even more important to use this app or this kind of tracker because like you said uh, the emotions uh, mental health are definitely something that is uh, uprising and a hot topic for for a lot of uh, people especially in the UK as well yeah I probably have to say like we mentioned apps and stuff but the traditional stuff is there as well so I would always say talk to your friends colleagues family like you don't need an app to do this necessarily because you can well i hope you have someone in your life that can support you as well by talking things through or just generally chit-chatting about you know what you did in a day and then maybe they could spot signs as well so it's it's not necessarily we have to have apps to do all of this stuff 